1: Give online in our mobile app or text the word giving to 59769 Remember to love God, love people and love life Get the Bible. I'm ready to preach. You ready? Let's go. I'm ready to hear. Then do your word, which I'm about to receive, which makes all things new. In Jesus' name, amen. So, God, speak to us now with clarity. Speak to us with power. Have your way in this experience tonight. We give you glory in advance, knowing you're going to speak to us. Answer every prayer request. Give us clarity. Give us guidance. Give us direction tonight. In the name of Jesus, we have named this month. We've called this the month of our Samuel. That means this is the month for what we asked for. This is what we received. What we prayed for, this is the month we possess it. God, how can we be so bold? You said life and death are in the power of our tongue. You said you are the high priest of our confession. That means whatever we confess, that's what you pray. So we confess this is our month of Samuel. Please say that. Say, this is my month of Samuel. Uh, What we thought we were never going to be able to do. This is the month we're going to do it. What was shut down for the last 10 months. This is the month we're going to see it manifest. And for that we give you glory in Jesus' name. Come on, say, this is my month of Samuel. My month of Samuel. Let's go to work. So we're in this series, She's a Bad Mama jama with lessons from ladies of the Bible. You all know, earlier this year I did a series called Bad Boys of the Bible with lessons from men uh, of the Scripture. And So now I'm doing it for ladies. Now, hear me, fellas. This is not just a series for women. This is a series for everybody because the Bible is so potent that he can teach you a principle from somebody that seems unlikely. I need you to know that anytime you see somebody in Scripture, that person is there, watch me so you can learn to relate to them. Mm. Because sometimes you will see the people in the Bible as these far-off figures that are just these historical Characters in this narrative, not realizing that these are real people that had real lives, that had real situations, real trauma, real fear, real drama, real issues, real family problems, real generational curses, real victories, real valleys, real mountaintops, real low places they had, real situations that were going on. So, why do we lose the Bible as our guide? Because the Bible. Is us uh, learning from God how they got through it. And if I can see it in the scripture, then I can see it in my own life. If I can see somebody else do it in the word, I know it can happen for me. So why does the Bible show us things like the Red Sea being parted? Because you're going to face a day where you feel like you're standing at a Red Sea. And you're going to watch God blow the wind and part the sea. The thing that was blocking you, you're going to watch there be an opening. And I don't know who this is for, but you need to know November is your opening. Because there's some stuff that you were standing at and it looked like you could not get over it. You could not get past it. And God said, because you've been faithful, watch me. You ain't been perfect, but you've been faithful. You've been consistent like you never, ever have before. And God says, there's an opening coming for you. And I showed you what I did for the children of Israel because if I did it for them, I need you to open your mouth and say, watch him do it for me. So in scripture, when we use people from the Bible, if he did it for them, he is no respecter of persons, so he can do the same thing for me. So on Sunday, I introduced you to Hannah. Sunday's message was literally introducing Hannah. And today's message is called this, It is I Know She Didn't. Now, depending on where you're from, the inflection may come at different places. I know she didn't. That's one place. I know she didn't. That's another place. I know she didn't. It's another place, right? Take this out. Here's what that phrase means. It's a phrase often used to express disbelief. It's a phrase often used to express disbelief. It's a phrase often used to express disbelief. I'm going to say it again. It's a phrase often used to express disbelief. So whenever you hear somebody use that phrase, what's really happening is they're saying, I cannot believe that she did that. When we look at this, we discover um, that uh, w- when we look at this narrative, we will see this in how Penina acted and how Hannah handled it. How Penina acted and how Hannah handled it. Because if you're, if you're honest, when we looked at this story on Sunday, Penina was a trip. And Hannah handled it like a champ. And for some of you, I need you to know, you have dealt with some people that have been Peninas to you that were a whole trip. Truth be told, when you look back on how they treated you, you're shocked at how well you handled it. Matter of fact, sometimes you got to look back over your own progress and look back over your own life and recognize, watch me, that if this had been six months ago, you... But baby, I've been growing, I've been maturing, I've been developing, and I need somebody to just celebrate God. Watch me for two seconds over your progress. Go, do. I may not be where I want to be, but I can thank God I am not where I am. Baby, I'm making progress. Because had you came at me like that six months ago, you upside your head. But God, I shout I'm making progress. So, so listen, we're looking at how Penina acted and how Hannah ended it. So in 1 Samuel chapter 1, verse number 2, we learned about this man named Elkanah. The Bible says that Elkanah had two wives. Somebody say he had two wives. The name of one was Hannah, and Hannah's name means God has favored. Now, take this out. God has favored me. God favored her, and her favor is found, if you look on the screen, in her frustration. Her favor is found in her frustration. You missed me. The word favor in Scripture means preferential treatment. Check this out. God says your favor is going to be found in what frustrates you because you will get preferential treatment, which means that you started out with some treatment that was janky. Let me translate (laughs) Jekyll is an urban colloquialism that simply means it was a subpar. It was less than the desired outcome. And for many of you, watch me, you were frustrated in finances, but that's where you got favor. You were frustrated with your family, but that's why you got favor. Because if you say it, everybody jumps and moves when you speak. Because everybody know you're the one that's sent to save the rest of the bloodline. I- her favor, watch me, is found in her frustration. The name of the other wife is Penina. Penina, the Bible says, had children, but Hannah had no children. And we learned on Sunday that she's favored, but she felt worthless, and she thought she was missing something. Because in the Hebrew culture, as a Hebrew woman, your value was directly associated with the amount of children you were able to bear. Meaning that if you could not bear children, you were not seen as a woman that had any worth. And I said it on Sunday, I'm going to say it again. Hear me, ladies, I'm so glad that God evolved. See, that was a cultural norm, not a God norm. When we're studying scripture, you have to be careful that you don't apply culture to principle. Because there are several things in Scripture that are cultural that have nothing to do with God. They were simply cultural norms. There are certain things that happen in the Americanized version of Christianity that God would look at and say, what the heaven, hell, and earth is this? Because this is not biblical Christianity. You think you're more of a Christian because you vote a certain way. Baby, that is not more Christian. Y'all ain't going to talk. That is not Christianity because you vote like that. That is a cultural theme that you have affixed to yourself. And you better be careful to make sure that you're not voting against your own interests. Let me preach the way I want to preach. Listen, the Bible said that she felt like she was missing something because she could not produce children. And I need every woman to hear me. Do not lock up your value in having children. And I'm thinking that's the only thing you can do. Because you have many women that say, if I had a son, I'd be better. If I had a daughter, I'd be better. If I had kids, I'd be better. And can I tell you, some of you will never have children. But what you're going to do is birth a ministry. What you're going to do is birth a business. Watch me. For some of you, you're going to have natural kids. And then when they grow up, you're going to birth some other stuff. You're going to give birth to something that's going to blow the mind of people. In fact, for some of you, you're going to get more honor from other people's kids than you do your own. You're going to get honor from other people's children than even your own. Because sometimes to recognize value, you got to be far away from it. Sometimes to recognize value, you got to be back up from it. Because if you remember the waterfalls at the mall, watch me, anybody remember the waterfalls at the mall? At the mall with the waterfalls, what ended up happening is that, watch me, the water would come up and go over. So the closer you were to the source, you no longer got wet which means for some of you, the reason people don't give you the honor that you are due is because you've allowed them to get too close. And sometimes you got to learn how to push people out a little bit so that they can get wet again. I wish you would realize, somebody said, this is my Samuel month, baby. Some of y'all ain't saying nothing. I guess it's going to be everybody else's Samuel month. But for those of us that know this is going to be in November to remember, I need you to say, this is my Samuel month. she is frustrated and she feels worthless because she feels like she is missing something. And how many of us can be honest, online you do the hand emoji in the building, raise your hand, you've ever felt like you were missing something? And here's the thing, I got God, but somehow I still feel like something is missing. I pray, but I still feel like something is missing. I give. I still feel like something is missing. I serve. I still feel like something is missing. And what happens is what you're missing will make you miss your favor. Because while she was busy looking at the kids she didn't have, she was ignoring the favor she did have. While you're busy looking at who don't love you, you are missing the masses of people that do love you. While you're busy looking at who cheated on you, you are missing who was faithful to you. While you're busy looking at who walked out, you're not paying attention to who stayed. So, watch me. Verse 4. On the day when Elkanah, Elkanah's name in Hebrew, it's on the screen, it means God bought. God, this is about to get real good right through here. It means God bought. Then, watch me. Then, watch me. It means God acquired. Then it means God paid for. So Hannah is literally married to God bought, God acquired, God paid for. Now, take now this out. Why is this significant? Because verse 4 says, on the day Elkanah, he would give portions to Peninnah his wife, and to all her sons and daughters. Now, he was going up for a Hebrew feast. And there were three particular Hebrew feasts where the Bible says that the heads of household, the men, had to go up and they could not appear before the Lord empty-handed. Scripture reference for you is Deuteronomy 16:16. They could not go up empty-handed. So he is going up for a sacrifice. So the portions he's giving is he, watch me, as a provider, he gives to his children so his children can sow. Every parent, if you are not teaching your children to be givers, you are doing your children a disservice. Y'all ain't going to talk to me. Elkanah said, let me as a provider give to her and she'll give to God. In other words, I'm going to teach my family how to put God first, which means even if I got to put it in their hands, then I'm going to make sure that they never come into the house of the Lord empty. I'm going to make sure they know that we have what we have because of God. And I wish there were some godly parents in this building online that could say, listen, I'm raising my children in the ways of the Lord. As for me and my house, if you're going to live in here, we go to church around here. If you're going to be in here, we put God first in here. And if you don't like it, you can get this step and I love you, but you ain't bringing that mess up in here. You ain't going to be like them cursed kids you be hanging around. Here. So Elkanah gives to his children. He gives to Penina and her sons and daughters uh, what they needed to sacrifice. Then he also gives to Hannah. But notice, He gives to Hannah a what? A double portion. So watch the revelation for her to do what? To sow it. To sacrifice it. You missed me. He gave her double, not to keep, but to sow. So how did she get Samuel? I'll tell you. She sowed for it. Yup. I'm going to throw this sometimes you'll be in a pace in your life where you're like, God, what's going on in my finances? What's going on? Because this is bigger than money. This is other things. Like, God, what's going on? What's happening with my supply? And God says, listen, baby, you're not losing your sewing. Mm, you're not losing your sewing. I got something on the other side of your seed. You've been preparing for this. You've been praying for this. And I needed to get that seed up off of you. So for some of you, if you feel tightness in that area, nothing's wrong. Nothing's wrong. God's just making sure that you got the right seed for your Samuel. Catch the principle. Elkanah would give double. He gave double. So listen, he says to Benina, he gives them the normal portion. They all go get it to the Lord. Go sacrifice to the Lord. That's how we bless. So everybody looks at our family and says, well, they think they all that. Well, they don't sow like we sow. They're not faithful like we're faithful. They don't pray like we pray. They don't worship like we were. You want what we got, do what we do. I need you to stop apologizing to people who criticize you for finally winning. You've spent enough of your days with L's. It is the season for you to get you some W's. What's a W? Baby, that's so weird. I need you to do like the song says, all I do is win, win. And my hands go, and they stay there. Somebody say, what November gonna look like? What's November going to look like? Every time I turn around, I see another whip, after another whim, after another whip, after another whip after, after a... So look, 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 look at the scripture. Look. But to Hannah, he gave a double portion. He gave her two things to sow. For every one he gave Penina, he gave Hannah two. What is it God's been giving you double when people around you, he's been giving you one? Can I be honest with you? Some people have to point out where your favor is because you're so busy looking at what you don't have, you miss where it's at. Some people have to tell you, you got so much peace. I do. I do. Some people have to tell you, you got so much. You know what I do? Some people have to tell you, you know, you really are a fighter because sometimes you don't feel like you're a fighter because inside sometimes you feel like you're losing. So sometimes God will use somebody else. Watch me. He'll use somebody on your job that don't even love the Lord to say, you soul is a fighter. Show sure Lil's a fighter. Sometimes God has to use somebody to point out where your favor is. So look, he gave Hannah a double portion. To do what? To sow it. To sacrifice it. Because God says, Hannah, this is not just about your now. This is about your next. And now you're being, you're being, you're being, you're being, you're being provoked by Penina. But Penina is about to see your seed pay off. Penina is about to see your faithfulness, pale. Y'all ain't going to talk to me. Penina is about to see what you've been sowing. What I love about God is he always does it in front of them. And for some of you, that's why you prayed that God would get rid of your enemies and instead he made them get closer to you. Watch, He makes a table for you in the presence. He about to make them watch. They're about to watch you open the business. They're about to watch you close the deal. Don't block them, let them watch. Ah, Don't block them, let them watch. He gave her a double portion. Why? Because he loved her. (laughs) What loved her? What God bought? What God acquired? What God paid for? He gave a double portion because he loved her, though the Lord had closed her womb. So what is the revelation of the text? The revelation of the text, text just means the scripture we read. What's the revelation? God paid her for her pain. Why? He made her marry Elkanah. He said, who you marry will be my answer to what you can't have. So in his name is embedded my answer to your prayer for now. I'm going to pay you for it. I'm going to pay you for it. I shut your womb down, but I'm going to pay you for it. I shut that friendship down, but I'm going to pay you for it. I set that relationship down, but I'm going to pay you for it. Watch me. Your kids acting crazy with you, but I'm about to pay you for it. Your family acting wild with you, but I'm going to pay you for it. You don't even feel like you used to feel. Why? I'm about to pay you for it. I'm about to pay you to upgrade you. (laughs) He paid her for her pain. God will never be left with a bill owing you anything. So he said, God, why am I going through this? Why is this happening? God's like, look you, 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 look, you will not find me owing you anything. What I did on the cross was enough, but what I'm going to do in your life today is going to be more than enough. So look, he paid her for a pain, look on the screen, and taught her to live with what, uh, without what her rival had that she thought she needed. I'm going to back that thing up so you get it. He paid her for her pain, then taught her to live without what her rival had that she thought she needed. I'm gonna say it a third time because it's a lot of words. 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 It's a, lot of words. It's a lot going on. I'll say it again. He paid her for her pain. Can you say your name? Say I'm gonna pay you for your pain, and I'm gonna teach you how to live without what your rival has that you thought you needed. Because who is Panina without them? But I taught you how to be somebody without that. Y'all ain't going to talk. Let me talk to these people over here. They ain't going to talk to me. They ain't going to talk. Come on, digital campuses. God says, I'm going to pay you for your pay. And I'm going to teach you how to live without what you're right. See, all of your other friends talk about, I need a bae. I need a bae. I need a bay. God has been teaching you how to love yourself. God has been teaching you how to... Everybody else talking about, I need my check. I need my check. God's been teaching you how to live by faith. You're like, listen, I don't know how he's going to do it, but I know he's going to do it. Why? I'm a faithful giver, and faithful givers flourish. Faithful givers flourish. Faithful givers flourish. Faithful givers flourish. So he says, I'm going to teach you how to live without it. Because, look at me, because once you have Samuel, you're going to have to give him back to me. So I need you not to get attached to your promise. Because once I give you your promise, y'all ready for this? It's going to be a new seed. I'm going to give you your promise, but then that's going to be a new seed. I'm going to give you the raise, but then I want some seed up off of that. I'm going to give you the breakthrough, but that's going to be a new seed. I need you to learn how to live without it because once you get it, I'm going to need it back. Because I take you from what? Faith to faith. From glory to glory. From level to level. Here's what I love about God. He's never going to leave you at the level that he found you. And for some of you, listen, you're like, Bishop, life is getting good, but it's about to get a whole lot better. For some of you, like, things are great for me. They've never been this good, but God's about to do exceedingly. I feel like preaching abundantly above all that you can ask or think. He ain't going to leave me at the level that he found me. Look, verse 6, let's go. Verse 6, and her rival, who's her rival? Penina. 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 Penina used to provoke her grievously to irritate her because the Lord had closed the room. Her rival. Question, who, what, where should be for you will often be used to frustrate you. Who, what, and where should be for you will often be used to frustrate you. I'll say it again a third time so you get it. Who should be for you? You will look and be perplexed, befuddled, confounded at the intestinal fortitude of who should be on your side. Cuz they didn't even have a side until you built them a side. You ever looked at somebody and you're like, "Are you really going to act like this with me?" Like, I didn't do all of this. And I didn't ask you to do it. But who was going to do it if I did How dare you have the audacity to say to me, I didn't ask you to do it. Listen, forgive me for being a good person with a good heart that didn't want to see you living up under a box. Shut your mouth. Forgive me. But guess what? God's about to pay you back. Ah! He ain't going to be left with a bill. Look at the scripture. It says, and her rival. What should be for you will often be used to frustrate you. Where should be for you? Like, can I be honest with you? Oftentimes, you won't get hometown hometown love. Sometimes you got to go somewhere else for people to appreciate what you are. Jesus said, a prophet is without honor except in his own home, amongst his own relatives, in his own city. Now, that's not true for everybody, but for some people, listen, listen, because they saw you in your come up, they can appreciate you. They're going to try to do you like they did, Jesus. I, in this Mary's son, the carpenter? And Jesus is like, listen, carpenter, tecton in the Greek, I know how to build things. I built you. Some people don't even know. The reason they have what they have is because you was making deals in the back. The reason they got what they got is because you prayed for them. I wish you would give God glory that he's about to use your panina to pay you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Look, 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 look. Who, what, and where should be for you will often be used to frustrate you. So she used to provoke her. Why? Because the Lord closed her room. Something she couldn't control. Like how do you have an issue with me for something I can't control? Like I can't control it. I can't control it. You can't control your color. Please say amen because I feel a whole message right there. Please say Amen. I- You can't control if you're a man or woman, if you're fair skinned or darker skinned or lighter skinned or if you got straight hair or curly hair. I, I guess you can put a texturizer in there, but you can't control it. Today, this company reached out to me and they said, Bishop, we want you to be our hair ambassador. They said, we want you to use our product, and we're going to send you money to use it. I said, I'll use the product on my legs. (laughs) (laughs) because, What hair? I'm still trying to figure that one out. Like, who in the marketing department sent this? (laughs) Back to the regular schedule message. (laughs) You can't control certain things. Penina is provoking her for something she can't control. You can't control that God favors you. You can't control that you're not sloppy. (laughs) You ain't built like that. Mm. But what do we learn on Sunday? Panina means pearl. Panina means pearl. And I showed you this oyster. If you look on the screen, you see the oyster right there in the middle. And then on the left and the right of the oyster, you will see right here, you will see those are the pearls. And those pearls are developed, how? From an irritant. A pearl is formed when an irritant finds an opening Mm. in the oyster. Let's stop right there. An irritant finds a way in, which means if we really understand an irritant, an irritant is far more sinister than it seems because an, in, an, uh, uh, an irritant is more like an anthropologist. Anthro, it studies you, human study, apologists study, the study of you. So there it's an anthropologist. It studied where you had an opening to find out how to get you. Which means there's certain things that don't irritate you, but the irritants have studied you to find out what works against you. They look for an opening. Y'all ain't going to say nothing. So watch me. It studies your trauma. It studies your history. It studies what you've been through. It studies how you were hurt. It studies how you were betrayed. That's why the scripture says the devil walks about like a ro- What are you doing when he walking? Studying. What are you doing when he walking? Studying. What are you doing when he walking? Studying. He's studying you looking for an opening. He's trying to find out where you feel insecure. Trying to find out where there's some uncertainty in you. Trying to find some doubt. And the Bible says, watch me, the Bible says he walks around like a roaring lion seeking somebody he can devour. How does he devour you? He doesn't bite, he irritates. He doesn't bite, he irritates. <laughs> a pearl is formed when an irritant finds an opening in the oyster. And as a defense mechanism, here's your response, it secretes a fluid to coat the irritant. Now, now, check this out. It begins to cover what's causing confusion. And when I say cover, I don't mean ignore. I mean that it learns how to live with it. And it you ready for this? And it learns how to live without its absence. <laughs> I'm going to back that thing up so you get it. See, some of y'all have learned how to live in the midst of a lot of hell going on around you, but you got perfect peace. In other words, I've learned how to live with you in here because what you don't realize is when I worship, I'm covering you. When I sow, I'm covering you. When I serve, I'm covering you. I'm secreting a fluid that's taking you down. (laughs) Y'all still with me? All right, so look, so look, so look, so look, so look. Verse 7 says, so it went on how often? Year by year. And I said this to you on Sunday. I want to say it again. Some things don't change because they're designed by God to change you. Let me give you the rest. Because they keep you uncomfortable. If there's an irritant there, I'm not comfortable. So it forces me to worship because it ticked me off. It forces me to pray because that's the only way to release the pressure. Y'all ain't going to say nothing. In other words, God is using what the enemy meant for evil. And he... And he, and he, he turning and covering, covering turnin', turnin and turning, coverin', turning and covering, turning and covering. So, watch, so, so watch, watch, watch. The irritant keeps you uncomfortable. Because every time I get ready, what's the oyster do? Close down and shut down. The irritant's there. So now I gotta cover it. So now, I was going to go to sleep, but I can't sleep, so I'm praying. What am I doing? I wish you'd talk back. Let's go. You know what? Sometimes when things are too good, you get too comfortable. And change and comfort can't coexist. So to make you better, God irritates you. And then says, now cover it. I let her lie on you. Shaw did. Now cover it. God, I let them tell that story about you. Now cover it. I could have blocked it. I could have stopped it, but I didn't. Because I needed to reveal to you where there's still an opening. I needed to reveal to you where you still ain't healed. I needed to reveal to you where you still got some work to do. Often as she went up to the house of the Lord, she used to provoke her. So as she's on her way to church, what do we learn on Sunday? That's when Penina showed up. She showed up at 6.52 on a Wednesday night on a text. you to be careful. Sometimes you just need to put the phone over here. Got it? Listen, she shows up on Saturday night when you lay in your church clothes out. Any old school folks still lay your, 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 your okay four of
0: us five of
1: us all right let's teach a lesson here so back in the day when you were getting ready for church you didn't just wake up and say what I'm aware you laid your church clothes out you had to get everything iron pressed ready to go had to get that tie just right, make sure you had that full Wednesday night with the dimple not right with the dimple right in the middle. Had to make sure your pocket square was just right. It's a square, so you had to make sure that thing was squared right there. Had to make sure your lapel pin was on, make sure your trousers came down, make sure you got the right socks, polish your shoes, got to lay your clothes out. I know we don't practice that in Denver. <laughs> but ain't nothing wrong with it. Getting your church clothes ready. All (laughs) right? Look, look. As she's going to the house of the Lord, that's when Penina shows up. Everybody, look at me. You will be provoked when you are trying to practice faithfulness. When you are practicing unfaithfulness, Penina is doing it with you. When you become faithful, then Penina will provoke you. Did y'all catch the principle? All right? Now, look. As often as she went up to the house of the Lord, she used to provoke her. Therefore, Hannah would not eat. And what did we learn? She provoked the what? Fast. Here's what's interesting about this pearl. Let's go back to the, the, the pearl, the graphic. Let's show that. Y'all see the pearl? The pearls, rather, with the oyster? Now, look at this. Layer upon layer gets deposited on the irritant for three years. I'm going to slow it down. Layer upon layer, which means God says, you're gonna perfect how to deal with your provocation. God says, uh uh-uh, uh, this is not just gonna be a one, t-. watch me, this ain't just a one time test. You're right, you did pass it, but we're gonna send you through again. Why? Layer upon layer upon so much so you can't even see the irritant no more. You can't even see what's provoking you anymore. For three years. So God says, listen, I need you to learn to live with it. What are you learning to live with? You're learning to live with penighted, provoking you. What are you also learning? You're learning to live without children. You're learning how to cover that in prayer, how to cover that in worship, how to cover that in faithfulness. You are learning the layers. Say layer upon layer is deposited on the irritant, which means no irritant, no pearl. And why is a pearl important, Bishop? It's right there on the screen. A pearl is important because to produce a high-quality pearl, well, watch me, it takes three years. The irritant is free. But what does it produce? A pearl. I did my research. I said, well, how much is a pearl worth? About $1,500 each, U.S., So for every irritant I have. So why is she married to Elkanah? Because God says every irritant that Penina brings your way, I have attached a dollar value. Y'all ain't say it then to me. God says, I've attached a new financial value to what you've gone through. Please open your mouth and say, Penina's about to pay me. Panina, Say it again, wizard. Say, Penina's about to pay me. For every irritant. That's $1,500 U.S. Now, if you get you a good necklace full of pearls, you know, you, you figure, you know, maybe 20 pearls, something like this here. You do the math. Check the point. The principle is God says, I attach a value to what irritates you. Because I never intended for you to go through that and come out of that worse than you went into that. <laughs> so I attach a value to it so that you know I intend for you to get some value out of it. All right? Now look, somebody say the layers. Here it is, and then we're almost done. The layers. So here's, here's the first layer. Panina which means the irritant, the enemy, the rival, the problem, the issue. That's the first part of the layer. What's your irritant? What's your enemy? What's the enemy, Bishop, anything that opposes your forward progress? Question, the enemy could be your enemy, Because sometimes you got to start the coding at your own house. Your rival. Who has made themselves in competition with you and they're the only ones that know about it? What's sad is some of y'all own mamas and daddies are try to be your y'all ain't no talk. Some of your own brothers and sisters try to be your own. And rather than rooting for you, they are preying on you. All right. Issue. Problem. That's layer number one. Here's the layer that goes on top of that. While I'm dealing with my irritant, my enemy, my rival, my problem, my issue, I have to practice faithfulness while being provoked. That's the next layer. So God says, listen, when you break faithfulness, you cut the layer. That's why you got to get into this thing of, no, it's not okay for me to not be faithful. I know you can do that, but I can't do that. I know you'll watch it tomorrow, but I can't. I'm gonna watch it live. I don't care if I got to stay up. I'll take a nap in the middle of the day. If the building's open, watch me get in there. I'll wear my mask, I'll wear my gloves, I'll put a face shield on, whatever I gotta do, but why? I refuse to mess up the layer I've been working on. I've been working on this for two years. I refuse to mess up the layer I've been working on. I need you to say, I've been working, I've been working, I've been, I've been working. I'm not messing this up. No, no. No. A company reached out to me yesterday about some stuff they wanted to partner with us with. And, uh, and then there was and, and they were telling one lady, they said, but when I, when I watch him. I watch his services. And he said, and I watch him every Monday. And they said, you know what? He, don't, he does not miss. They said, he does not, they said, he does not miss a Monday night. And they both said, Why? Wow. And I was like, well, look, I just practice faithfulness. I'm not saying this to be braggadocious or self-aggrandized. What I'm saying is this, is that if I'm putting on the layer of practicing faithfulness, unfaithfulness is not a consideration. So don't even come to me with nothing that's going to interrupt my faithfulness. Come on, we finna go for the weekend. You mean Friday and Saturday night to come back? Because I I don't miss church. I I don't do that. You ain't got to do that, but don't be mad if your pearl ain't worth nothing. Somebody say, I'm faithful to God. See, you ain't, listen, I ain't going to miss my ties. I'm faithful. Look, matter of fact, matter of fact, look. If I think I maybe got something, let me just put it in there on advance. I'm not. Uh, you're not gonna catch me not serving. You're just not gonna catch me not doing that. Well, you know, uh, 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 Darlene, and them doing. I don't care what Darlene and Jackie and them doing. And Shirley, what we do is we serve. But I just ain't feeling, you can feel what you want to feel, but you ain't, watch me, but I'm going to let you know the deal. As for me and my house. So here's the next layer. After practicing faithfulness, watch me, while being provoked. So the real test of faithfulness is when you're like. You ever woke up and just been like, I wish okay. Y'all ain't going to be real on a (laughs) Wednesday. Y'all ain't going to be real with me. You ever just woke up on one like the first somebody that comes around? Practice faithfulness while being provoked. That's how you know it's real. It's not real if you do it just because things are great. It's real if you can do it when things aren't great. Here's the next layer. It provoked to fast. It's the next layer. It provoked to fast. It provoked a fast. What are we in now? A fast. But guess what? You don't have to wait until we call a corporate fast to put yourself on one. For some of you, when you're feeling real irritated, you know what you need to do? I need to fast. Because I feel like snap crackling and popping. Oh, pop, 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 pop. I better put myself on. Bishop. What about fasting? I taught a whole lot of series on fasting. There's one on YouTube, a podcast, all that. Go get the, all the series on fasting. Everything kind of fast you can need. A three-day fast, a 21-day fast, a seven-day fast, a water-only fast, a Daniel fast, a Darlene fast. All them fast. It's not a Darlene fast. <laughs> but all the fast you need, I've taught about it already before. All right? All right. Check this out. Here's the next layer. The next layer is it pushed her to her pastor in the church. When you're being provoked, here's what the enemy would love for you to do. To get on TikTok. Watch me, and not go get the word. Now, I'm not knocking TikTok. I have a TikTok. What I'm saying is, you spend an hour on TikTok looking at other people live their life. And you didn't get any word for you to build yours. And when you're being provoked, I need you to put that word on, turn it up in your house, make Alexa play it, make Google play it, make Siri. I I need this word playing through my house because I need to know this is my month of Samuel. This is the month I'm going to get what I prayed for. This is the month there's going to be an opening for me. I need to make Penina push me. to. What did we learn on Sunday? She got to Eli. uh, Eli. That means she was pushed to the word. She was pushed to her pastor. She was pushed to church. Why do we make the messages available so that you can be pushed to the word? Question, when you are being provoked, do you turn on your ratchet music? And let's be clear, because some of y'all immediately got judgmental. Some of y'all stuff ain't ratchet uh, per se. It has ratchet tendencies. Don't you say, uh -uh, uh uh-uh, 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 don't y'all get quiet right there. It ain't quite all the way ratchet. It's just got ratchet tendencies. It just make you want to be a little, little scandalous, just a little bit. Wake up, wake up, wake up. You ain't married. It ain't all the way ratchet. It has ratchet tendencies. Or do you go to the word? Because Hannah said, Mm-mm. Remember what we learned on Sunday? She got up from the table, and she went, and she went into the temple. And she went right next to Eli. What did she say? She said, I got to hear him minister. I got to get where he's speaking. I got to hear him. Because if I hear him, then I'll know what to do next. And while she's listening to the word, she's simultaneously praying. And for some of you, when you're hearing the word, you don't just need to say amen. You need to go into prayer. What do you mean? That's when you're time to repent. When you hear something that cuts you, you need to say, my God, I didn't even know I was doing that. Father, when I listen to the word, it's a full-blown experience for me. I will go into full repentance saying, my God, you ain't got to wait to give me five seconds. I'll take them right now. Let's go. See, y'all ain't even ready. Uh-uh, uh-uh. It pushed her to her pastor, pushed her to church. All right, that's the next layer. For some of you, what happens is you allow Panina to push you away from. Her. And so you are like, you know, I just I didn't mean, shut up. I know, stop. This, this is Wednesday. Can I just be real direct? Come on now. You too grown to have to keep get get off the breast. You too grown for infamile. Y'all ain't gonna say nothing to me. And then you disappear as a way to manipulate to make people how to track you down. <laughs> Y'all ain't going to say nothing to me. All right. Look, provoked. Here's the next thing. Provoked prayer. Hannah started praying in a way she hadn't prayed before. Question. If what you're doing, um, I, there's this particular exercise I do. I've been doing it for seven years. Um, and I do it consistent with it, but the other day I was like, you know, it ain't really doing nothing. (laughs) And I psyched myself out to saying, but I'm consistent with it, watch, but it's not producing me results. So that means I got to go in with more intensity because the, watch me, because I've plateaued at that prior intensity. And for some of you, your prayers, look, you, you look father in Jesus name, just thank you, God. Thank you, God. It's been a good day. Today was a good day. Let me get my guitar. Listen. <laughs> Here's the thing. God is like, are we really doing these ABC prayers still? We really do, and I'm so tired. Let me just say something to God before I go to sleep. Father, just say, you for this day. I rebuke your lying up in here. Right. Say my prayer has to intensify. The Bible says the effective fervent prayers of the righteous. Fervent means hot, passionate. God says, I want you to spit hot fire when you pray I want you to pray so hard that, listen, you live in a single family house and your neighbors think something going on in your house. I want you to walk the flow until you got to re-vacuum the flows. I need you praying. I need to see some intent. You're passionate about everything else but God. God says, I'm going to use Panina to provoke you. Because you two grown spiritually. To be praying them little kitty prayers. Harvest kids pray more intense than that. I need you to lay your hands on yourself. Say, Lord, intensify my prayers. Say, and not because something bad happened, but because I'm stirred to pray. Come on, Wednesday. Say, Lord, stir me to pray. Right. Look, what's the next layer? What's the next layer we looked at on Sunday? It provoked her to pour out. Some of you, you hold everything in, and so you're toxic. Because all your life you had to fight, so you learn to be strong. And when you learn to be strong, you don't want to be wrong. You don't want to be wrong. You want to be right. You want right, to be right. You keep it to yourself. So consequently, you like, you ever had that drink where they mix all the different drinks together? What do they call that? Suic- I don't want to use that term. S- uh, whole lot of flavors in one thing. Whole lot of flavors in one thing. Right? That's what we're going to call it. Whole lot of flavors in one thing. Everybody look at me. Whole lot of flavors in one thing. Now watch. That's what we're going to call it. Don't speak that over yourself. How you going to drink suicide? Y'all ain't saying that. All right, look. For some of you, that's what your spirit looks like. You got a little Sprite, because every now and then you're a lemon and a lime. (laughs) You got Dr. Pepper, because you try to be other people's expert. (laughs) But you can't figure your own stuff out. (laughs) Right? (laughs) Somebody say, I don't drink soda. I just drink wine. Check this out. You have to get it out so that it doesn't kill you from the inside out. And the challenge for many people is that you, don't, you have not yet identified a safe place in the circle you have because everything you share gets shared. So, so for some of you, you need to go on the church site and set up a session so you can pull out. And then what, what did Hannah do? Hannah, she said, look, God, I'm pouring this out to you. Why? I can't, listen, listen to her options. I can't tell Penina. That's my rival. I can't tell her kids. That's out of order. You don't go down to go up. I wish some of y'all would stop telling people beneath you. Okay. And I don't mean that in a negative or condescending way. Right? You go up for help, not down. If you need to be lifted up, you, they have to lift up, I have to be above. You can't lift up from below, right? Some of you, watch me, Some of you, okay, I'm gonna go here. Some of you parents, you, you tell all your kids all your business, and then you wonder why they don't respect you is because they see you as their friend. You told your 16, you're all your business. So now, now, when you say, Listen, you better be home at 10, look, mama, you better tell. Uh, uh, uh. I, 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 I say, Lord, Lord. cause me not to be toxic. I need you to say it like you mean it. Say, cause me not to be toxic. All right, let's move. Remember, these are the layers. The irritants, the first layer. Let's just review real quick. You got the irritant. On top of the irritant, you have to practice faithfulness while being provoked. Then it provoked to fast. Then it pushed it to a pastor church. Then it provoked prayer. Then it provoked to pour out. Here's the next thing. She prayed specifically versus generic. She prayed specifically versus generic. In that time of prayer that we looked at on Sunday, she got specific, which means she never had gotten that specific before. She specifically said, Lord, I'm asking you for, oh, King James says, a man child. I am asking you for a son. And the problem many people have is that until you're provoked, your your prayers are very generic. Lord, just touch. What does that even mean? Question, if he touched you, how would you know? Lord, just move. What what does that mean? Y'all got quiet, but y'all be saying stuff and heaven be like, I don't even know. Blow some wind in the building. Turn the air on. There's no specificity in what you're asking about. Why have prayer if your prayers are going to be generic? Who goes to a grocery store and walks up to the cashier, just give me some food? But that's how some people pray. Lord, just bless me how you want to. Well, he told you to tell him what you want. If I delight myself in the Lord, he give me the desires of my heart. Which means when he's first, what he wants will be what I want and what I want will be what he wants. And then I ask him for it, then he'll give it to me. I'm just seeing what the Lord's going to do. He wants you to open your mouth and tell him. The Bible says, I feel like preaching right through here. The Bible says, command the works of my hand. She got specific after Panina pushed her enough. Question, how much more provocation do you need before you get specific? I said, Wherever the Lord wants me. Okay. All right. Okay. Are you going to be 95 trying to figure that out. Say, Lord, make me specific when I pray. And sometimes the specific prayer has to be, Lord, I don't know what to specifically pray for, so tell me what I need to pray for. And that's why when you get filled with the Holy Ghost, the Holy Ghost will pray for you and then he'll pray exactly what God needs for you to pray. References for that. Get any message about the Holy Ghost and you can look that up for yourself. So then what happened? When she got specific in her prayer, she promised God something. She promised God something. And when she promised God something, she prophesied. Okay. All of these are together on purpose because when she prayed specifically, she promises God, she says, if you give me a son. I'm going to give them back to you. See, promised him something. So here's the next question. Here's the next layer. What have you been holding back on? Because there's something that you won't promise him that he wants. And he wants, you ready for this? What you want most. Uh-uh, I won't tolerate your silence. He says, listen, promise You want a son? Be specific. Now, promise me you're going to give him back to me. You've been sewing for him, but I need you to know, I need to know you're going to give him back to me. I need to know if I give you that business that it's mine. I need to know that if I I give you that, I need to know you'll give it back to me. I'm not going to fight you with what I bless you with. (laughs) Then what ends up happening? She prophesies. She speaks this thing into existence. And what did we learn? That Eli, watch me, Eli looks at her, and Eli thought she was a drunk woman because he saw her, but he did not hear her. He saw her mouth moving because the Bible says she said it in her heart, which means she had to say it. And here's what happens next she got a promise. You ready? She got a promise from Eli. What does that mean from the word? She got a promise from the word. Which means when I'm provoked, see, if I follow the layers, because I was pushed to the word. I was pushed to my man of God, the pastor, the church, to get the word. Because I was pushed there, I got a word. And now, that word that I got, I found a promise in that word. Uh-uh, I need you to get that. So when I say things like, this is going to be in November, to remember, I just got a promise. When you declare things like, God's about to make an opening for me, like he did. that, uh, Got me. Word. She got a promise from Eli. Now imagine how tumultuous receiving that promise was, knowing simultaneously girlfriend is being provoked. I know she did. I know she did. The way Penina has been treating her, she had the nerve to go to church. She had the nerve to practice faithfulness. She had the nerve to fast. She had the nerve to get to church. She had the nerve to pray. She had the nerve to pour out. She had the nerve to to pray specifically. She had the nerve to promise God something. She had the nerve to prophesy. She had the nerve to get a promise. And now, watch what she does next. The Bible says she changes her presentation. She's no longer sad, the Bible says, because once she got a promise, she was like... And some of you, you're wearing your panina. Some of you, you are wearing the heaviness of what's provoking you. And God says, I came to give you a promise so it would change your presentation. Because I need you to start looking like where you're headed, not where you're at. I need you to start looking like your next, not your now. I know your next has been pure D hell, but baby, your next is about to blow your mind. I somebody say, I will no longer be sad. She changes her, I know she didn't. So imagine the whole time, imagine the whole time, let me get two ladies, May man, two ladies, come on, you, you. Come on, that's cool, that's cool, come on, first two, come on, come on, Darlene and Jackie.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> now watch, you're gonna be Penine in this, and you're gonna be handing this. So here you go, over here, come over here, you in church, come over here, you in church, and here she go, now, 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 look, pick up your double portions. You don't know how to use them now you don't know what to do with it now but I'm about to complete some pieces I've been giving you double portions to sew so you can get ready and for some of you for the first 10 months of this year you got a whole lot of stuff that seems like it doesn't match you got a whole lot of stuff that seems like it don't go together but I'm mean, going to tell you somebody say the pieces are coming together so you got your double portions over here, and now you got a word. So go, so be sad for a minute. Be sad. Give me your sad face. This is a sad face. Sad face. Sad face. Resting sad face. Now, now what I want you to do is go here. Now change your presentation. No longer sad. Come on here. Come on here. Come on here. No longer sad. God says, I want to see how you're gonna act off the promise because if you ain't going to shout off the see this is why some of you like why they do all that shout why they do all that praising because I'm showing God how I'm going to act when I get it and proof I'm going to act that way is I do it before I get it why because even if I don't get it I'm still going to give him a even if I don't get it I'm still going to give him glory what it said right Meshach and Abimdigo said we know the Lord can deliver us but even if he doesn't I'm still going to give him glory so, y'all ready for the next one? you ready for the next one? After she changes the presentation, go to the next one. After she changes the presentation, what happens next? Come on, what happens next? After she changes the presentation, listen, she praises off of the promise.
0: Uh-uh.
1: Uh-uh. uh-uh, 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 uh-uh. Hold, 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 stop, stop, stop. Hold up. We're gonna run this back. She changes her presentation. Go, go sad, go sad. Go say, right? now you got a promise, change your face. Lay your hands on yourself and say, fix your face. Say, because God's about to fix your life. I don't like how silent some of y'all are. In other words, watch me smile. Why? I'm going to be smiling all November. Watch me clap. Watch me do it. Watch me do it. But then the Bible says that her and Elkanah woke up the next morning. Why? Because late in the midnight hour, God's going to turn it around. And I need some of y'all to act like this is only for those of you who got radical faith like me that believe like God can change some stuff on Wednesday night. I need you to pop up and... One time, I believe God's got the ability to turn some things around just like that. And the Bible says that she praises off of the promise. Now watch who's watching her. Praise praise. Now, some of you are like, I feel dumb when I'm doing that. It's not for her. It's not even for you. It's for him. Which means when I dance and I clap and I shout, I could care less. I could give two cares about what you think about it, about what anybody around, I'm not praising for you. I'm praising for God. Somebody say, "Why are you shouting?" Because that's what people that are victorious do. Why are you clapping? The Bible says, "And I shall clap my hands and hiss them." Out of this place. Look, look, look! Stay right there. Then she participated in the promise. What does that mean? Her and Elkanah had to participate. Here's the deal. I have to do something. Please pay attention to me. I have to do something I've done before that didn't work then, so why will it work now? I have to do something now I've done before, and if it didn't work then, why will it work now? What does she have she didn't have last time her and Elkanah lay down? A promise. Hmm. Y'all ain't gonna talk. What does she have now when her and Elkanah lay down she didn't have last time? A promise so some of you say Bishop what's going to really make this a November to remember because this November you got a promise you didn't have last November you can look at me like that if you want to or you can step on into the water because the water feels good somebody say I got a promise (laughs) and I won't be afraid to do again what I've done before that didn't work then but I'm in a new season now. If I plant my watermelon in the wrong season, it won't grow, but if I plant it at the right season, I'll see it grow. What's the principle? I can't let what didn't work last month shut me down this month. And for some of you, you are literally scared to do something because you're like, I tried that before and it didn't work. This time you got a promise, and let me tell you this, it did work. That was just your seed. For what you asked for required molding the seed you was putting in the ground. Here's the next thing. Then she possessed the promise. Say <laughs> so then she possessed the promise. 1 Samuel 120, ISV. By the time of next year's sacrifice, Hannah, I have a blank there. Because that's for your name. I need some of y'all to screenshot this. Some of y'all online, you need to screenshot it. Some of y'all in the building, you need to get your phone and screenshot it. Because you're going to put your name there. Watch out so they can put that screenshot. Thank you. All right? All right? You got your screenshot? You ain't going to do it, that's fine. But when the other people around you get theirs, don't be mad if you don't get yours. By the time of next year's sacrifice, Hannah, say your name, had become pregnant here's the question it's on the screen why did God open her womb why did he open her womb now y'all ready for this because Penina worked you missed it Penina her issue her problem her rival her enemy God says I needed to get more out of you Hannah and I tried this it didn't work I tried that. You didn't respond. I put a panina there. In fact, I put a whole family of paninas. I put several paninas. Because here's what I discovered. When one irritant comes, multiple irritants come. Go back to the image of the pearl. Go back to the image of the pearl. Notice, it's not just one pearl. It's multiple pearls. Which means God says, I gave you multiple irritants. And I gave them all to you at the same time. This is why some of you feel overwhelmed. You're not overwhelmed. You're just being provoked. Let's go back to 1 Samuel 120. It says, by the time of next year's sacrifice, excuse me, Hannah, say your name, had become pregnant and had borne a son. What's the son's name? Samuel. I left a the blank there. Because you're going to name it. You're going to name it. Okay, I said, you're going to name it. On prayer, I asked you to do it on Monday. I need you to do it again tonight. I need you to say whatever you named this season of your life, name it. Open your mouth and say it right now. You type it on the screen. Say it. Say it. Whatever it is, say it. And don't be scared to say it because you're about to hold it. I need you not. Come on. Come on, wizard. Don't be timid when you say it. She named him Samuel. She said, if y'all don't go up over this, I don't know what you're going to go up over. She said, I'm going to name him Samuel. In other words, what I thought I would never be able to have, that I thought I needed, that I learned to live without, that frankly, I was good. I'm going to name him Samuel. Why? I asked the Lord for him. And the Lord gave me, essentially what she's saying, what I asked for. When I prayed for him, I got him. But I need you to look deeper. Because this is more than a person. This is more than a person. Because some of y'all, you took that right to a certain place. You asking for people's. I'm gonna stay right there, leave it right there. This is deeper than that because what does Samuel represent? What she couldn't have. What she was locked out of because God shut it down and wouldn't let it happen. What does Samuel represent? It's far deeper than that. It represents, you ready? Her sense of worth. What does it represent? Her sense of value. In other words, when God does this for you, it's gonna be more than what you get, it's gonna be what it represents. It's going to be what it represents. And for some of you, I prophesy, those that have struggled with value and those that have struggled with work, and those that have struggled with identity, this will be the month where God says, I'm going to put something in your hands that deals with your issues of work, or deals with your issues of value because it's not about the thing I'm giving you. It's about what the thing represents. Please open your mouth and say, this is my Samuel month. I... Say it again Wednesday. This is my Samuel month. Can you put a praise in the atmosphere if you believe that? Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. So look, so look, so look, so look, so look. All these layers went on this irritant. Because what I need you to do with this word. I need you to go back over it.
0: One app, over 300,000 travel experiences you'll remember. Do more with Viator. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. (laughs)